Trowers. Please. Kiss me. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate Nick Cage podcast where we get together every once in a blue moon and we sit a spell to talk a little bit about Nick Cage and his movies and his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can out of the shit we leave out in the field and then we start to kind of fondle our own butt cheeks a little bit because that's what we do when we watch Nick Cage. I'm Donnie and I'm joined with two people. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that's a right pretty speech. Well, I there I'm a veteran of the of the war and origin aggression, or I'm Adrian. Uh my name is Linda. Call me Bronco. Bronco cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Oh, uh, if I could dip, I'd get at a gas station. <laughs> that would give you botulism. You know, that's, <laughs> speaking of both of those things, uh, there's a, something really tasty and fun you can get at Costco, and we're not sponsored by them, though we should. It's called Bitchin' Sauce. Oh, yeah. And Yeah, and it's pretty bitchin'. What it kind is. What sauce is it? Is it like a hot sauce? or No, it's kind of like a everything sauce. You know, kind of like <laughs> magic sauce. The sauce, sauce that comes from your mom. You know, I make, I make <laughs> oh. an everything sauce. It better not be like my intellectual property sauce. I hope not, but the sauce of today is the Buffer old ranch? way. Oh, <laughs> it's called yeah. the old way. Yeah, there is a better way and there is a newer way, but this is the old way, and mm-hmm. it is a no way. Ah. Ah. <laughs> ah. It uh, it professes to be the old way. Um, yeah, even though uh, God help us, westerns didn't really be all like that. You ever hear that quote no. from Grace Hopper of like uh, the most dangerous words in the language, uh, the English language are this is the way it's always been done. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> well, we're doing it the old way. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more of the immortal words of Plato, which was I drank like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Still the, the best quotable movie. That Indeed. and Tank Girl. Unlike this. Yeah, yeah, this was a thing. But you know what else is quotable? Your mom. Everything directed by <laughs> Brett Donahue. Donahue? Oh. <laughs> no, Donna, you see, you, you know <laughs> he's a quality <laughs> director because he did a 2018 Bruce Willis movie. Yes. Ooh. And he did a quickie horror movie called Five Souls that's less than 80 minutes long. Oh, and he produced a zero budget action movie called Seal Patrol. Sorry, oh. no one. <laughs> is that with like, I was going to say, is that like Paw Patrol, but with like seals? No, that would have been better. I'd be, uh, yeah, I'd be down for that shit. No, this this is this is I'm like up the there with Second in Command and, and Crash Dive and like all those, you know, all those movies in the straight to DVD section that the old, yeah. like, really old men who like World War II shit, they buy them because yeah. they have that military font on the cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I was hoping for is like a black and white taking vintage films but putting seals in there. And then having like an animated film like SEAL Team, and it's about a SEAL being put in as a special agent for the Navy SEALs, and it's being trained to go and take out some terrorists. Right now, I want to see nothing more than I want to see that right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> that movie you're well, describing. You could have Nicolas Cage in it. <laughs> Seal time. Nicolas Cage in that. Seal Team Six. Get on it. Yeah. <laughs> Nicolas Cage can be the veteran SEAL team leader. He's like, I don't train SEALs. I train real SEALs. <laughs> like, this is the most Navy SEAL a SEAL can get. <laughs> Tom Clancy's writings are most excellent. I have every one of Tom Clancy's Navy SEAL. bound. It'll be the new Turner. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the new K9. Starring Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For some TM. reason. I'm trademarking yeah. this now because, yeah. You heard it here first, folks. If you see it anywhere else, our lawyers oh. will be on them. And it's still better than this movie was. I'll have your badge oh. for this seal. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You're a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it smell like sardine? <laughs> this movie's box office information had very funny retardation. <laughs> so, yeah, this is uh, Nick Cage doing a Western. And yep, bless their hearts happened. for trying. And the Western's yeah, doing I, him. I honestly was a little disappointed. I was expecting him to do kind of something unique. And the only thing he did that was unique was he had a fun mustache that looked like a fake version of what uh, Kurt Russell had in Tombstone. Okay, oh, I got yeah. really but pissed lost because it. I, yeah, I fucking loved that mustache. Yeah. And I thought it, it was rocking. And I was telling, because I, I watched it with Carlo, and I said, he better not lose that fucking mustache. He better not lose He's that. Oh, he lost the fucking the mustache. mustache. <laughs> yeah. Well, I never, I didn't even bother with the trailer. I just knew this came out really quickly. They were trying to advertise this sometime after the uh, massive weight of my cock movie. And I was just like, oh, okay. He's doing a Western. That could be fun. And it's just everything he does. Whenever he chooses a different persona for these films, you would think he would have some enigmatic personality for this. But instead, he's just, I'm going to Christian bail this shit, and I'm just going to lower and deepen my voice, <laughs> and I'm just going to watch under like Unforgiven, and then yes. do a really <laughs> shitty version of that. No, you see, it's actually um, really interesting, because it's my usual daddy-daughter thing that I always do, only this time they're kind of sociopaths, you know, so it's kind of like, rock and roll, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually really different if you think about it, and uh, I'm not just saying that because I'm not allowed to defame the movie, it's, that wouldn't be why. Yeah. That would not be the reason. Like, I wouldn't want him doing, like, full-on Peggy Sue-type voicing for this, so that would have been really fun. Yeah. <laughs> but still, just, like, something from him. This just seemed like one of those I-need-a-paycheck-type things. Yeah. So it's kind of sad. Oh, oh, well, you know, it like would... The, the close-up of his haggard face in the store, where he's getting <laughs> his eye all twitchy, when he's getting pissed yeah. off at the yokel, telling the See, lengthy that, story that about is, why he's got That was, oh, kid. man. It would have been... That was when I knew. Better Go than, ahead. like, the, the in-and-out... Uh, like Western accent we got from him. Yeah, well, that's why I knew this movie was gonna piss me off. Was because he's listening to that guy talk about my mama's gonna bake a cake this time because yeah. last time she made a pie that tasted like shit. It was a shit pie. <laughs> Those weren't no yeah. apples off a tree. Those are them road apples. But it's like he's watching him like an ant is crawling around under his eyelid, and he's just got this meth head twitch. And you're expecting something to come of this, but instead it's just, I'll get you your flower. It's like, oh, okay. 
I'm gonna put it's all like, this what, candy what's in my wrong, pants dude? now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if they, it's like if you want to show that he's like pissy because he still has that edge of being a bounty hunter and the shit he used to do, then show his hand like twitching, looking for a gun at his side or something. Just give us a reason for him looking at the man like he doesn't know if he wants to chew his nose off his face. Or if he just wants to shovel all those jelly beans into his mouth. It's just. That would have made a better movie. It was so pointless. Yeah. You know, you know, one sound effect makes the whole reason he's got that expression is that, uh, you know, the old way is Fart? making its way down the colon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also that kind of pissed me off in the, the his shop when the daughter decides that she's going to clean the jelly beans. But then she decides, fuck this, I'm going to use more of my dad's supplies for other shit and sort out the jelly beans by color. Which at first made me think, like, okay, she's got OCD. Got it? Yeah. It's like, you ain't special, bitch. Put them <laughs> back in the fucking jar. No, no, Donnie, she's so special. She's not like other girls. Yeah, that's right, because right. that woman don't cry. Special daddy daughter movie. Just, just like Cat Baloo, she don't <laughs> cry. <laughs> I've been, like, I've been singing a lot of Cat Baloo songs lately. Like, what? Exactly in it. City, Wyoming. For, Wolf like, city, ever since Wyoming. I watched it, I've been doing that, like, it's a hanging day in Wolf City, Wyoming. <laughs> Wolf City, Wyoming. I was, I was the same way when the sheriff was like, that was kind of weird how she didn't cry even after her mama died. Like, they'll never see they her cry. cry. <laughs> and when I interviewed her, she never once asked why she was being detained. You notice that? <laughs> yeah. She, had that she told me to go suck my cock. <laughs> that's right, people. That's our. That's the the theme of this uh, episode. Go see Cat Baloo. <laughs> Skip the old way. <laughs> watch yeah, Cat Baloo. Yeah. Cat Baloo. Don't, don't listen to Pauline Kale. You should watch Cat Baloo. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. So I get. I mean, there was a story to this. Okay. I mean, aside a whole lot of philosophizing at its its core. Um. Okay. It's it's like a at the a, apple core. <laughs> at the shit apple core. Um. It, <laughs> yeah. it is like it's a decent story, but a trite, very trite um yeah. trope that's we've seen a million times in westerns, where um. Cage is basically in a nutshell. Cage is the uh, sociopathic um, outlaw and um, he's just a bad guy. But then he and he doesn't feel emotions like everybody else, except for when he sees the woman that changes his world around. And he don't feel no emotions except when he do. Except when he do. And so basically, um, the, the, the woman, he, he marries her. She changes his life for the better. They have I a daughter who he doesn't even care about. Um, at all. Cause once again, nope. no emotions, sociopath. And, um, oh, wait, wait, you're telling me that I could go on a crusader revenge and all I got to do is shoot this little girl. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh so fucking hard. 
When he's like, I gotta go on revenge, but I gotta kill my daughter Come so it's on, easier. Do it. I don't feel so do guilty. Yes. He goes up to her to her bed. It seems to be like in a loft in the barn or something. And, and then the he like aims this pistol at her and he's like, As long as she's alive. <laughs> and she just looks at him like I gotta go to bed. <laughs> you can't sleep in the house. That's for people. You gotta sleep in the barn. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so Daddy, you're crushing my smokes. <laughs> um, it, it starts with Cage. Um, I don't know if he was the bounty hunter that caught this fucker or something, but he's at a hanging. Yeah. It's a hanging day. <laughs> and uh, the guy's the brother. Is massively evil. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. He may as well have been like twirling his mustache. He's just rubbing his hands together and like, like, Mwah, Mwah, I'm sure yeah. this man's going to die. Mwah. Pretty much. And, uh, and the, the guy who's being hanged, um, being well hung is, uh, his brother and I guess a posse are like there to save him and cage kills his brother. And, um, the, the guy gets down and, uh, he's, his son is there for some reason. He, his son is there for his hanging. And, um, he says, you killed my brother. Like you watch. You should jerk off while he dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the evil, not evil man is telling him, why are you trying to leave, child? Your daddy said you should leave, but you need to see him hang because he's evil. The show's <laughs> just getting started. You got to get a good <laughs> idea of when you got to <clears throat> stop hanging yourself so you could jerk yourself off just right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> without dying that NXS way. You <laughs> But, uh, so then anyway, uh, Cage shoots the guy in front of his son and the guy drew on him, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's the part that's so stupid. This was the most completely avoidable death in the entire goddamn movie mm-hmm. that Nicholas Cage only cared about getting his money. Like yeah, after everyone starts shooting, died. Yeah, yeah. After everyone starts shooting, they shoot the guy who wanted to hang the guy in the first place saying that you stole from me, blah, blah, blah. And the whole time he's protesting his innocence, it's like, okay, maybe he was an innocent man. And all Nick Cage cares about when the guy's like, please help me. I paid you to do this. Like, give me a doctor. He's like, no, I'll just take my money. <laughs> and he and goes into a store and takes the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah and then after he gets his money. Moment there, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, after he gets his money, he's like, all right, I'm ready to head out of here. But when the dad gets freed... And he's with his son. It's like, this dude could have gone back to his home, but he's like, I hate you, Nick Cage. You killed so my brother. To shoot him. And yeah, and it's like, this and was I'm a justifiable homicide. Than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, this was a justifiable homicide. It's like, he drew on Nick Cage. He defended himself. But then the guy's son is like, I shall forever commit my life to being a bad guy and get my revenge on you. Yeah, so then from there, it it seems like the the kids all grown up, and it seems to me that he he just happened upon Cage's family and home, because well, it, that's why it took him twenty years. Yeah, I guess yeah. because it sounds like uh, they're being chased by or pursued by the U.S. Marshal. Yeah. 
And they end up there. And he was like, Colton Briggs. Hey, that's the fucker that New killed York my dad. <laughs> Get rope. <laughs> but yeah, it's, so it's like he just happens upon the guy he wants to he wants yeah. revenge upon. So he probably rapes his uh, Cage's wife and kills her. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then uh, they PG thirteen rapes her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Off screen. Um, yeah. And he so Cage comes back uh, home with his daughter and um, oh, the U.S. Marshal and his posse are like have taken over his home and are. Yeah, just, they're eating dinner. Yeah, they uh, burst through the crime scene tape and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you was home and alive. Um, <laughs> like, Would you like some supper? Raided your fridge up, but uh, well, hell, your wife's dead. Somebody yeah. got yeah, your, your dead wife is a hell of a cook, sir. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, was rot roll awkward. Saint Peter and all of that. <laughs> oh yeah, your wife's dead. <laughs> oh, uh, the little lady, by the way, her school teacher is also dead. She had the plague. Yeah. Don't tell your daughter, though. I'll tell you right in front of her. You might want to go clean up that barn before you let her go yeah, back in there. Okay, so holy shit. all over the place. Yeah, he tells her. Yeah. He tells him that he better clean up the mess because there was a horrible fucking mess left in the barn. He better clean it up before the daughter goes and sees it. And then, <laughs> with his daughter, the U.S. Marshal's like. Yeah, your daddy was a mean son of a bitch who killed a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> sure was a bastard. Yep, did murder. And Got she, a man for snoring too loud. She says, why are you telling me all this? And Carlo and I were like, exactly. Like, why yeah, she had a fair are you point. telling her That's this? That's when Diana Riggs says, it's pot exposition. It has to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like she absolutely made sense and said exactly what I think she was thinking as an actress yeah. and not as the character. Well, I was telling Carlo, I was like, you may as well just call his character Expo. <laughs> like, yeah. U.S. Marshal Exposition. Yeah. U.S. Marshal Exposition. But then Jeez. he tells her some bullshit of like, I'm just telling you because your mama turned him around and made him a good person. Blah, blah, blah. We got to wrap the scene up because there's tourists about to come through this ghost town. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the West is a change. You could take you a penny and you could press it into a thing that's about the ghost town, only you can't spend it no more. <laughs> yeah, you can make a hell of a cock ring out of it. You put two together, tell you what, but that's just me talking. <laughs> But then they decide to go after the 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 guy who killed um her mom his his wife. Yeah, and it's like he's try. It's the most God. I'm I'm sorry, but yeah, I I hate this. I hate this so much. <laughs> yes. because well, it's just, it, it's so uneven. Because yeah, it's, not it's good. like okay, he he knows he wants to get revenge, and he's telling the the fucking uh whatever his name is, um. He's telling the dude, hey, look, tell me the names of who fucking did this. He's like, no, I ain't giving you anything. And it just comes off like walk hard. Yeah, where he's like, no, Dewey, I can't tell you those names. I absolutely shouldn't tell you. Well, I kind of want you to tell me now. There's absolutely no reason not to do it, Dewey. It makes you feel amazing. (laughs) 
And it's like, okay, so they're making this huge thing where even does the fucking Cat Baloo thing where the uh-huh. guy pulls his chest out with his whole uniform and everything. And he does a montage getting ready for this shit. And then as soon as he goes on the trail and brings his daughter along, it's like, well, now we're in a whimsical comedy. Yes. Okay. It's like, now this that is not Rooster fucking Cogburn. Like through the <laughs> whole like, thing, on. they have this crappy generic soundtrack that makes yes. it sound oh, like oh, it's a fuck. romp. Like it's I hate like that yeah. fucking, the entire soundtrack shit, by the way, it's it like, sounded well, like yeah. it, those are only saw Westerns from the fifties yes. and only like yes. the, the, yes. the fucking Hanna-Barbera versions of the Westerns. Exactly. The it sounded like an eighties Disney movie. Like they're going to go on this, this romping adventure. And it's like, and it's like, your wife is dead. You're a sociopath. Like the Westerns, the singers, to tell you what's going on. About <laughs> that time, Chisholm pulled up the gun. Daughter came along, ain't gonna be no fun. But then his, um, he finds out that, because of course, like the, I was telling Carlo for the beginning, I was like, oh, they're both sociopaths. Yeah. <laughs> like they, yeah. they have no emotions. Yeah, it's a 2000 version of a, of a 50s concept with, with yeah. bullshit. And the um and the U.S. Marshal says like she didn't even her mama just died and she didn't even cry, and and then then his deputy says like Klingons have no tear ducts. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But um, so then he's trying to like it as it turns out he is um he explains to his daughter about how he has no emotions until he met. Her mama. Then he got a local emotion. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, what? And she was like, hey. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But then he's trying to tell her, like, teach her what he's learned about, like, um, faking your emotions and faking to be normal. (laughs) And so this is a movie where a father teaches his daughter how to cry. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's the not best what it fucking like. cry in the world. Yeah, it's, she's not, it's like baby, trying to tell my an, baby, my baby. It's like trying wow. to tell an alien how to cry. Like the Terminator could have done this. Yes, <laughs> wow, my baby. <laughs> yeah, they it's like please, Linda, give us exactly like, what she said and how she said it. Yeah. Because goddamn, yeah. is this award worthy? Yeah, well, and yeah. then Carlos like, said, "It'll be really funny because the daughter." Carlo said, like, Carlo hated it, too. But he was saying that he hopes, he'd like to think that at the end, because, of course, um, they catch up with with the the guy who's leading the posse that that got revenge and killed his wife. And uh, basically, Cage sacrifices himself for his daughter to live. And his, the the U.S. Marshal finally catches up with them, and uh, she gets out of any responsibility and uh, any shit by crying and being like, "Hey, yeah, Daddy, you mean he's gonna die a hero?" <sighs> and yeah, um, she finally learned to cry. <laughs> yeah. So Carlo was thinking, at, like, saying that he'd like to believe that sh- that was her taking his advice and actually pretending to be normal and to get out of the shit 
and to oh um because like then she's she's telling the the prosy like uh go get the go get the saddlebag and like she's like off on her own adventure but so yeah. like i was saying carlo wants to believe that that was her faking that she wasn't actually crying for her dad but my problem with this is that she goes from wham my baby yeah to, she got too good to uh, put there didn't she? yeah exactly and they don't have any scenes where he's like no 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 no, no. you got to do it this way and yeah they should have they should have had a uh, learn to cry montage much like the learn to grab the gun montage from Rush yes. Hour. <laughs> yes. Um yeah. You know what I just realized? The 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 villain in this, the psycho guy, revenge guy, uh J- James McAllister. That uh-huh. actor was Noel LaGrosse who played Cage's son in a score to settle. Yeah. Yeah. Which was also a huge piece of shit. I yeah. think that was the one I got out of. You did. You, you know, that one was just me and Donnie. And we're like, yep, ghost the whole time. Yep, he's a fucking ghost. <laughs> yeah, Linda did the right thing. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. People, a score I mean, to settle. His son's a ghost the whole time. There, that's the twist. Now you don't have to fucking watch it. But yet we have to really emphasize this because this is, this is not normal for even a person at her age to not know what fucking crying is well, yeah. and the only she thing she school. can do she w- not, is she act went. like yeah. she acts like she is so special <laughs> we'll say that she's like okay uh, I'll fake cry because my daddy's telling me you're a woman fake yeah, cry yeah, and she's no, like wham the, the way she wah. plays it it's not just sociopath it's uh, you know yeah it's like if you if I heard or if even any of us heard a child in the forest going, wah, 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 my baby, wah. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's like, this is going to be some children of the corn shit. I was going to say, like, black eyed Get kid. the fuck out. Shoot it's it. like, either that or yes, pull out your gun, shoot him first right in the head. That's because obviously not a Because you don't want none of that. Yeah, it's like, you don't want none of that. Yeah, exactly. It's like the aliens thing, like the finding a person on the side of the road at night. And then when you go to ask if they need help. They have black soulless eyes. And like, can I come in? It's like, oh my God. Ah! Yeah. Because no human, no human would ever say, I want you to fake cry. Uh, how? Uh, wah, wah. Okay. Wah, wah. Well, like, I will slap you to make you cry. And his daughter are obviously duddits. They are. They are. And again, this is why I hate this movie because it's just, it's lazy it's because they lazy. didn't even try. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you can see what they're trying to do. You don't even need to be a film aficionado for this. You just need to have seen at least four or five decent films yeah, just like to know that ever. this is what they're trying to do. Yeah, And you can see what they're trying here and they just can't nail it. And that's why I hated all the stuff with the, uh, the Marshall and everyone constantly on and on and on about, oh, Colton Briggs, if you meet him, you're dead. That you Briggs. had one of the greatest character actors in yes. this movie. Yes, finally. And, he was, and all he got to play was the you're all doomed guy. Yes. It's like, it's oh, my God, Colton Briggs curse. is the devil. Tell, tell our, our audience, uh, in case they made the right decision and didn't watch it, who, who is that awesome character actor? 
His name is Eugene. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Oh, actually, his character but no, is Eustace. But it's... Oh, Eustace. The, yes, but it's Eustace Clint Howard. Eustace. Yes. The Clint, yes, it's Howard. Clint Howard. Clint Howard. And, Our, like, it's... It, it bothered me. The ice me. cream man himself. Yes. I, I got so upset because I was like, oh, fucking Clint Howard's in this. Fuck yeah. Right? And He's then the it's like, oh... Clint. Clint, this yeah. is Clint, the Clint Howard people. This is the Clint Howard who unleashed evil speak. This is the Clint Howard is. who invited Captain Kirk to drink Tranya with him. This is Clint <laughs> fucking Howard. Fuck everybody Clint else. Howard is like the, handsome Howard. the one red slither in your shit when you have it in the toilet. And you're like, oh my God, is that part of my body? And like, <laughs> oh no, no, that's right. I had tomatoes the other night. That's how he is in this movie. We're like, oh my God, that's Clint. Oh, that is oh, Clint Howard. That's what's oh. left of Clint Howard. But he did get the yeah, best this is what line he's reduced in this. To. It was, was um, yeah. he's a snake. But uh, but he's a goddamn wizard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a moon wizard. Oh God. Oh. Hard. Uh. Oh, yeah. I just. Uh, yeah. So you see, this is in line with some of his more recent movies because he did some Uwe Boll movies and then he did this. Yeah. yeah, I just, I don't, it bothered me so much because you're watching this and you're like, so many other movies did this so much better, yeah. even for a tired trope. And that's something that I hate. I really hate about myself, but I always contested that as much as I hated Avatar, because yes, everybody's right. It ripped off Dancing with Wolves, Fern Gully, all that shit. Yeah. But it all comes back to like a core thing that Shakespeare had said long ago. It's like every story has been told a thousand times, but it's how you tell the story yeah, that makes it interesting. And this yeah. story was not interesting. It could have been, but everything is just building up Nicolas Cage's character who comes off bored more than anything. And he just doesn't really show any kind of emotion. Even when he goes unhinged, He's not. It's I mean, this in. is like watching the, this is, yeah, it's like watching the 90s Punisher movie. <laughs> it's like, that's what you're getting is just the Punisher without the violence. That's mean, Donnie. Um, um, <laughs> no, but, um, no, it is, um, it is kind of stunning just, just how totally average and bland, um, yeah. it, wound, it wound up being. Cause like, you know, you kind of expect it to, you know, be at least a little good, you know, or bad mm -hmm. enough to like have yeah. fun with, you know, but, um, but no, like, like it's just, it's just ye. Well, we kicked out this 95 minute movie. Here you go, I guess. And if yeah. you look on IMDb, it's a new movie and new movies on IMDb, no matter how bad they are, if the, if the release is broad, they usually get like a seven or higher. The shit's at like five. And yeah. the writer of this is Carl W. Lucas. He looks Whoa, like he Carl should w. be an awesome guy. And like, uh, I'd love to hang out with this guy. But um, too bad he can't write, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he looks pretty metal, um, but he was uh, he was a producer and I think a writer for a segment in the field guide to evil. He um, his second screenplay was called Hollering Creek, The Legend of La Llorona. And um, it ended up getting, like, landing him a spot in the top 100 finalists uh, for Project Greenlight. Ooh. So, I mean, huh. he did something right, but 
I mean, we still haven't seen that. Did you look at the director photo for Brett Donahue? Yes. (laughs) Because he wishes his hair was as good as mine. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) He is an envy of my hair because I don't look like a fucking Smurf like him. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking troll doll. Well, then you also have um, the guy, Dean Armstrong, who played Clark, who is actually like um, an acting teacher. The acting was decent. Um, Nick Cage kind of phoned it in, but I I felt like it was a good performance from the daughter, um, Ryan Kira Armstrong, who Uh uh, you may know uh, from... Uh, the, uh, one of the seasons, uh, of, uh, the 2021 season of American Horror Story. Oh, no shit. And, uh, she was in the updated version of Firestarter. Twisted Firestarter. Oh, and she was in the Chris Pratt movie, The Tomorrow War, which I didn't see. I didn't see it either. You need to see that. That is such a funny fucking movie. It is so bad, but so funny. She was also in Anne with an E on Netflix. I I actually really like that that series. Uh, She was in The Art of Racing in the Rain. Green Gables? Kind of. Yeah, it's an Anne of Green Gables series. Oh. Um, Well, holy shit. She was in a short called Benson, which I would like to believe it has to do with the, the 70s show Benson, but I, I doubt it. Um, but also, she was in, um, was it Strippers versus Zombies? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God just, damn it. Oh, my God. Stop using titles like yeah. that. I can't uh, find it, this... but I, I know I saw it before that she was like well, child number something. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> something that you should do yourself a favor to look up at least once in your life is I, I've only seen one bad Western, like really bad Western. Now you've seen almost two. <laughs> dethroned it. Almost. Yeah. I mean, this it's gunfighters moon is the worst thing ever made by anyone who had a passion project. And I love the tagline for the film because it's something like a legend has finally met his match himself. (laughs) And it's one of those, it's full of a bunch of people that did little to nothing. And the only star in the film is Lance Henriksen. As bad as that film is, he at least made a character like he had a specific way that he would get off of his horse, which was to swing both legs over one side and slowly lower himself with his hand on his gun, just in case he got into a gunfight. And Lance Hendrickson came up with that for his character because his character was a legendary deadly gunfighter, but he never does anything until the end of the film. And everyone else in there is like, they had characters. They hired a guy that was at the time, the world's fastest quick draw. And the biggest joke with his character was he's going to fight Lance Hendrickson. But when he draws his gun, his gun falls apart. It's like, Oh, look at that. And he dies. But everyone in that as bad as that movie was, they had character. They had something unique. This had nothing to it. Nicholas Cage just, that. Because we were talking the only about thing that, uh, actors that are still like yeah. so like older actors 
who are in yeah. a place where they don't really have to be in a movie to be in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of like the, uh, Oh, the guy who hung himself jerking off. Oh, um, you're going to have to narrow it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, um, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, Ronald died, right? Reagan. <laughs> Historical actor, Ronald Reagan. Uh, you're talking about, uh, uh, was it Kung David Fu? Carradine. Yeah. Yes, David Carradine. It's like he got to a point where all he had to do was just show up and yeah. he could make a movie and say a couple of lines and send like, oh my oh, God, no. it's David Carradine. Or like Eric Roberts, those. where they would just go to his, yeah. his house. <laughs> Stalked by my yeah. doctor too. But it's like the only thing memorable that I, I want to believe that Nicolas Cage chose this for himself off state, off camera was his fucking hat. His hat was like the stupidest, silliest <laughs> little tiny fucking hat. I mean, it looks like something you would pull out of your closet that you're like, well, I've had this since I was 10. So I guess that'll still work for going out to a country music concert. And everyone's looking at you like, are you special? (laughs) Why why are you wearing this kid's hat? Do you think somebody pitched this to him over like a Skype call? And in the background, he saw the hat hanging on a peg. It's like, is that, is that hat going to be in the movie? (laughs) I want to think that he was hearing this right here. I want to think he was hearing this while there was like a quinceanera going on somewhere <laughs> nearby and he saw a kid with a little cat and he's like, I'll do the film, but I have a request. <laughs> Demand, well, actually. <laughs> it tells yeah. me that like we missed an opportunity where all we had to do was come up with a script that's a Western and just say, yeah. we have a Western and then he'd go, I'm in. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh well, it's about I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> well, you it's might want back mountain too. Uh, <laughs> too late. You already said you're in. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Uh, See you on set. It's an underrated classic, like uh, Captain Marley's mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do have to say, as Big Mike, uh, I recognized him right off the bat too. Big it's Mike. Abraham Ben Ruby, who. Oh, yeah, um, uh, well, I recognized him from some uh, um, uh, Buffy the Vampire episodes, Buffy. but um, for some reason, I always get him uh, mixed up with Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds, <laughs> who's like much older. But anyway, he was yeah. also in Parker Lewis Can't Lose, um, <laughs> and he played Santa in Christmas Bloody Christmas. Hey. Yeah, and he's in a movie called uh, Night Train. I'm on a natural. One more time tonight. Oh. <laughs> no. So yeah. Uh, Abraham Brand Ruby. You get a killing yourself well, with cheap booze. Well, yeah. wasn't um wasn't the Marshall in Fried Green Tomatoes? I know that's weird because yes, I have seen that movie a couple times, but I it's just a good movie. He looked so Toma. Yeah, I said it. Like, I had to look it up. Toad. <laughs> like, at one point, um, I have to explain this um, for Donnie and the audience. At yes, one Cersei. point, uh, Adrian and I t- <laughs> talked about remaking, uh, remaking uh, uh, fried green tomatoes, but with Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah he, he was Frank in Bennett Fried Green. and Fried Green Tomatoes in 1991. Yeah, Nick Cersei. 
He was also in The Shape There's... of Water, and I'm sure he was part of that oh, merman God. sex. Uh, he was in that three <laughs> billboards movie. And that uh, lady justified. Fucked a merman. <laughs> a merman, pop. <laughs> merman. Oh, and he was on an episode of NCIS, famous forever. Oh shit, that's oh, how you oh. make your your millions. And head of state. <laughs> oh my. I never got my. Oh head. God, I remember that now. <laughs> oh. oh Jesus. <laughs> See everybody, he's famous. Which one's head of state? I, I, That's the one with Chris Rock. It's one of his throwaway movies. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Well, he was also in Christina Kringle, The Search for Santa. <laughs> now oh, that. God. So that's a. Uh, oh, God damn it. That's a you David may DeCocci know him. Movie, right? <laughs> oh. hey, you may know him. I wish you didn't, but you might. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyway, um, I want to I want to talk about the how this thing got pissed on at the box office. Please oh, do. do. Please. So this movie made cinematic history on January thirteenth of this year. This is this is a brand new movie. People, we're on the bleeding edge. Uh, it it got it made that cinematic history though, uh, not in the United States, but in the United Kingdom. Ooh. And uh, the UK wasn't ready for it. Didn't really notice it. Um, it opened at number 32. Oh, now and I know like they even had 32 slots at that box office. Well, uh, so, uh, number one movie, uh, that weekend was Avatar two, the search for more money. Um, yeah. number two was some chunk of dry poopy called Megan spelled with a three. Oh, that was actually, that was decent. Yeah. Number three was something called Empire of Light, which looks like it is not based on the Magritte painting. Mm-hmm. And number four was something about Whitney Houston still being dead all these years later. Oh, is she still dead? She's still, I'm afraid so. Yeah, uh, huh. as far as we know. Didn't change. Huh. You know. Arise, Whitney. Arise. So, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, checking, we're checking the Whitney's casket cam. And yeah, she she's still there. She's rolling so, a little uh, bit. Still there. Bobby Brown's breathing on the glass. Um, (laughs) So this made $1,301 in the United Kingdom uh, box office. Uh, But don't worry, the farm might be saved because it also got released in the Netherlands. Oh, shit. It opened at number 28. Oh, so they uh, had 27 other pieces of shit. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, no, I don't I don't know what was behind there, but but uh, it made almost twenty nine thousand dollars there eventually. Wow. So when you put it all together, this movie almost made enough money to kind of buy a car. Well, Carlo is saying this is basically like quintessential, like direct to video. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Let's let's use some of these sentences here, but not too good. And well, we'll clear off, guys. You know, we're we're just about done. It's fine. Yeah. Enough of that trying there. Um, it was making me think. Um, nope, nope. Oh yeah. If uh, if you want to experience something way better, um, in the same vein, either like we said before, watch Cat Baloo. Or read the comic uh, Sword Daughter by Brian Wood. It's really fucking good, and they do it right. Also, Full Moon Pictures made that movie Ghost Town. That movie was really good. Oh, yeah. I fucking love that movie. It had, like, the best, like, rotted corpses ever. 
Full moon, oh god! Right Didn't the, they also the do that one with the uh, gunfighters in the space? Oh, 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 oh yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, you guys, there's gonna be another, um, another uh, uh, bloodstone. Oh, oh shit! God. Bloodstone. Yeah. <laughs> the bloodstone. <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> Oh, good awesome. times. Oh. And some Ghoulies sequels, too. Let's just keep doing it. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. We're, we're Don't doing it. die, people. <laughs> Full moon. Sweet give us a call. Merciful God. <laughs> What's up, yo, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that up? was not said at any time in any of the reviews we found. You're even a sucking dick, Linda. What about, uh, yeah. what about that segment? <clears throat> I want his clothes off. Clothes off. Do we though? Um, you know, it's funny you should ask because uh, um, it, it part in a part of the story. He's uh, Cage is talking about uh, to his daughter about how um, a long time ago he was in he was taking a bath and this one guy came in to shoot him. He was naked and he had a the guy had a gun pointed at him and he said, "But somehow I saw." fear in his eye and so that he says he stands up naked grabs his his pistol and shoots him and i i was thinking be a fucking man cage reenact it <laughs> like, show us what that looked like but then i told carlo i had to <laughs> thank you <laughs> i had to pause it because i was telling carlo i was like you know what I actually don't want to see that. <laughs> like, I yeah. want to see almost every celebrity naked because I'm curious. But I've gotten to a point where I I don't want to see his dick. Well, 20, 20 years yeah. ago, um, you know, would have been fine. Yeah, it would have been fine. Would have been just fine. Right now, though, um, mm, mm, mm. Mm. I feel like I've I've gotten too close to the man. You think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I put on one of his movies, it's like, you son of a bitch, you just keep doing this to me, you fucking asshole. What the fuck? <laughs> what did I ever do to you that you just got to do the same shit? Oh, look, I'm a dad. I'm a fun dad. I make pizzas and I'm a drug dealer. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. You just immediately reminded me of Blue Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting Dennis Hopper to be saying those words. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> Say please, fuckhead. <laughs> but no, no. Here's nudity. to your fuck. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's nobody in this movie I would have really wanted to see naked either. I mean, like mm. even the people who aren't, you know, sixty. You know, they yeah. they got mustaches and shit. What the fuck no. does that do for me? I I would love to see Clint Howard naked. There it is. Now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> Clint Howard, if you're listening, send us those pics. Uh, you guys can get together for some Tranya. <laughs> be a man, send us some pics. <laughs> be a man, Howard. <laughs> Nothing sexy about it. <laughs> I just want to see that dick. Sexy <laughs> remember, remember that part uh -oh. in The Dentist 2 where he's like, whoa, 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 you going in dry? <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, so... Uh, Donnie, sounded like you might have some reviews. Yeah. I I might have found a few. 
And I do mean a few. Review the form of the destructor. <laughs> the this app made me give this movie at least one star. Who was this movie made for? Do women like Western? <laughs> Do they like Nicolas Cage? Garbage. Please refund my money. <laughs> Garbage day. Um, do women like westerns? I would say yes, they do. Okay, next is... It does seem to be women who were was, keeping the country music genre alive for some reason. They were, because no woman's man enough to take someone's bullshit. Um, yeah. It was like watching a very low-budget movie with inexperienced actors. Best actor was Little Girl. But who leaves a 12-year-old to survive on her own and run a mercantile store by herself even during the Wild West? Well, I love... No, it wasn't yeah. like watching a low-budget movie. <laughs> it was. Daddy, mom would be mad if you went and minded the store. Suppose uh. a white van should pull up and abduct me from the old West, which it definitely yes. is. What if a white wagon came up and abducted Yeah, oh, you know what? Those covered wagons were all white, too, you know? Oh, my God. They were all fucking pedo kidnappers back then. I just figured that out. Oh, my God. Jesus Can you help me move this couch into my van, my wagon? You're like a size 13, right? size 14. I love a good Western. This was not a good Western. Nick Cage delivers a flat performance. Maybe he was acting as the character was written, but it doesn't matter. It was just difficult to watch nonetheless. He's unlikable. His daughter in the movie is similarly unlikable. The villain puts on an affection that is painful to listen to. He also is unlikable. There is no one in this movie to care about. It's just some violence in a Western genre. I think they meant um, his accent instead of affection, but I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm, yeah, they, spelling doesn't matter when you're doing reviews. Yeah, you don't even look at it when you're writing a review these days. You just put on caps lock, yeah. type real fast, forget that periods exist, you know. Yeah, and our last one, very thoughtfully done, was I think Nick Cage is a great actor, but this was utter trash. At the same time, the script almost grabs you. It equally leaves you saying, what? <gasps> and not in a good way. <laughs> From the scenes and backgrounds seeming way too staged to the almost tired way the actors applied their craft, almost. you get the feeling Cage and his fellow actors did this movie just for the money. Leaves you feeling, what's next for Cage? Commercials? I watched it because I'm a Cage fan, but it was just one big letdown. Sad. Sir. Maybe we should just go I, to playing the gay uncle. And I, I kind of want to see Nicolas Cage do commercials like the Matthew McConaughey commercials. Well, didn't he do like a weird Japanese? Yeah, he did one? Japanese commercials. Yeah, that's so I think though. everybody does. Yeah. I mean, Charles Bronson but, did a Japanese commercial. Yeah. Even George Carlin did a commercial. For AT&T, wasn't it? Oh, or where it was uh, 1-800-COLLECT, one of Don't those things. Don't forget the, yeah. the uh, Chef Goldblum commercial for those light bulbs that Tim and Eric directed. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, now he's on, uh, Jeff Goldblum's doing the, the apartments.com commercial. 
commercials. Oh, I uh, oh, yeah. I actually uh, did this. Um. What, what am I doing here? <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Just put him on a green screen and don't tell him what he's doing. He'll get gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, we oh, asked yeah. you for a color. You wrote the number two. <laughs> ah, ah, the letter two, my friend. Ah. <laughs> oh, anywho. So, y'all. do you have anything fun to say that might be interesting? Maybe it's time to see if there's some sort of continuation to oh, this movie. Is it time continuation? for sequels? Singles. Return. Life. More. Sucks. More. Murder. Tinder. Murder. Oh. Firmer. Oh. Longer. <laughs> Yeah, longer too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you do a sequel, that's you what we can use. Twenty million dollars, <laughs> and you add five minutes to the running time because you probably introduced a peripheral character that didn't need to be there. Like, <laughs> you know, in Home Alone Two, Lost in New York, there ain't just the pigeon lady. There's also the toy store guy. What the fuck? <laughs> right? Uh, so, who? Who's, who's gonna go? Uh, you I can. sound like you had one. Yeah, do one. Do do it. I have something really uh, simple. It's uh, just a, a nice romping adventure between the daughter and uh, we find out that Eustace is still alive, oh. and he's now basically her bitch. And um, they they go around the the uh, country and just you know. Uh, Doing cry, crying. It's, it's all about. It's all about their <laughs> experiences together. Oh, okay. Can yeah. I say? Because I'm totally forgetting. It's a little about um, living and a little about <laughs> when at the end when like you realize she basically has nowhere to go. Um, yeah. because for no apparent fucking reason. When Cage's character decides that they're going to go on an adventure of revenge, he sets their house on fire. He sets their fucking house on fire. Yeah, that was the funniest shit. Why? She <laughs> like, brings it up to him after. She's like, what are we going to do after? We'll find a new home. What about all my clothes? You burned them. I'll get you new clothes. Yeah. <laughs> now he won't because he's dead. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Someone died. knew this was a one-way trip. <laughs> yeah, but she's got all the dinero, so uh, I guess she's stuck in Mexico <laughs> or the borderlands. Well, uh, Linda, yeah. since you're somehow a psychic plagiarist, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, Eustace isn't dead, uh, and the bullet, uh, you know, magically tore through certain glands, which turned him young. So he dusts himself Ooh. off, you know, and uh, catches a ride, you know, uh, into town, you know. And uh, since he's suddenly young, uh, he goes and he joins a military school. But he's shunned by his fellows. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, in, in the creepy basement, you know, he, he sets up his uh, his pet computer there and he starts communicating with the devil and loses evil speak. Oh. <laughs> Sequel's already made, bitches. So this is pretty much Clint Howard's life story. This is, this is the real Clint Howard life story. <laughs> My autobiography. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
I would also like <sighs> to say at this point, it has nothing to do with the movie, which is probably for the best, but RRR. None of this does. Like, RRR is uh, a nominate, just, uh, has a nomination <laughs> for, uh, for best song at the Oscars. As well, it should. It Oscars. deserves it. I mean, well, I'm going to tell you. RRR? I'm going to tell you something. I haven't seen it, but I'm going to tell you something right now. Like whether it's good or bad, the Oscars don't mean shit. And I'm telling no, you, they really I'm going to tell you specifically why shit. they don't mean shit. In the 1990s, for the Academy Awards, specifically for the best song nomination, there was only one year where the winner wasn't a Disney movie. Yeah. Think about that. Disney didn't even have a good movie every year in the 90s. They don't even have a movie you can name for every year in the 90s unless you're one of those pitiful adult Disney nerds. The only song that yeah. won uh, a best song that wasn't a Disney song was uh, Streets of Philadelphia by Springsteen for that movie Philadelphia, which is an overrated tear jerking music. It, it was, I think it was in Broad City where somebody was asking, like, oh, who's Bruce Springsteen? And she's like, is the one with the, all those songs that are like, <laughs> it's like, look, yeah, look, that's pretty much Bruce, it. Bruce Springsteen channeled some Van Morrison, but then Meatloaf did what he was doing better. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you know. Can't you see my fate and leave us? But our, 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 um, that, that it deserves all the, all the good things. Yes, it do. And I'm glad you took my recommendation to watch it. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Donnie. Cause that it, it was a life changer. It is. It's you know, fucking what else amazing. Is a life changer is, is Donnie's is sequel? Our sponsor. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Methamphetamines. <laughs> Are you feeling low, tired? Not <laughs> getting enough boners. Like snow, that's you pretty much what all it is. It just goes up your nose. You want to have boners and no teeth? Meth. Yeah. Ooh, meth. <laughs> if you want to put holes in your wall, nothing will do it faster than crystal meth. May cause anal leakage. <laughs> Picking Speaking all the hairs of, out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> my sequel return much more harder, mm -hmm. firmer, longer, laster. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Leave it to the Muppets to make the oh, Wild no. West the God wackiest place on Earth. <laughs> Local Sheriff Kermit Earp has taken to watching over the orphan Brooke Briggs. Now running her father's store and hosting Miss Piggy Lotta's Brothel of Pork <laughs> Desires. <laughs> She is doing the best a child can after her mother was murdered and raped, her father shot dead, and killed a man dead in the street. She longs for a family she'll never have and never know, and even the antics of her Muppet patrons can't seem to lift her spirits. That is until local delivery man Beaker delivers a letter from her dad's estranged brother, her uncle. Mr. Goodman, good man, with her family dead and Miss Piggy Lotta's brothel keeping the bills paid, Brooke Briggs sets off with the Sheriff Kermit Earp and his ragtag group of cutthroat do-gooders, including Fozzie Bronkovich, Gonzo the Gutless, Pepe Longclaws, and Mad Dog Ralph on a musical trail of a musical trail ride of murder, mischief, and songs that the whole family will be praising Jesus for and singing for days. Starring John Goodman as Mr. Yay! Goodman, Good Man, 
Ryan Armstrong as Brooke Briggs and the lovable Disney Muppets in an Akiva Goldsman film, <laughs> My Way, Blood on the High Plains at Midday. Lost in the Dust. Whereas, <laughs> yeah. like, does it, does it have that scene where uh, Kermit's talking to Rolf and he says, So run, you cur. <laughs> it does, and it has the scene where Ralph is talking about a bounty he brought in that he made walk naked in the snow <laughs> and he told me to give him a blanket if he sucked his dog dick <laughs> and he did and then he shot the man after. <laughs> it's a pretty funny scene even for the Muppets. Fun for all the kids <laughs> and the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> they said you was hung. And they was right. <laughs> they're, they're putting the Christ back in Christmas. Ah. <laughs> uh. It's the season to be happy and joyous. <laughs> la, la, la. La, la, la. <laughs> well, hello, everyone. <laughs> you tell them hell's coming. <laughs> yeah. Kermie's coming and he's bringing hell. Oh. <laughs> uh, Again, all these are better than the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys like to face off? Hell yeah. Oh, you know I would. Oh, damn right. I want to rip the face right off this fucker. Who's first? Uh, it, who? Yeah, yeah who? that's what I'm saying. Who, yeah, who's <laughs> yeah I'm telling you who's first. <laughs> that's what I'm asking. <laughs> I'll go first. All right. Do it, Donnie. Do I've it. Got, I've got a, let's say, nine. well, not 90s, early 80s movie. Oh, shit. We've got... Gary Busey playing Colton Briggs. Ooh. We got Willem Dafoe playing James McAllister. Ooh. We've got Brian Dennehy as Marshall, <laughs> Marshall Jarrett Ooh. and Kathy Ireland as Brooke Briggs. Oh, you're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's so hot right now. <laughs> she is. Alien in LA was a fucking mess. <laughs> it is, God damn it. I will not hear a word against it. Nice. Adrian. Nice. All right. Mine is a Dino De Laurentiis production from 1982. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. There has been a massacre at the Briggs homestead. Someone has died. Someone is seeking revenge. But someone else has died. You see, wife lady is insensible after the massacre, and the grave out front only has the last name, Briggs. And the faceless cowboy hero has taken up his guns and is killing without mercy, never speaking, never smiling. Uh, the twist is uh, that uh, we only see uh, Colton Briggs in, in flashback because it is, in fact, him who got killed. And it is the daughter masquerading as a man killing, killing criminals. Yeah. Oh, um, do we get that bum, scene bum, at bum. the end with her naked holding a knife and you see she's got a dog? Of, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I, I tried to, once again, I tried to make a movie that might really have happened. So mine's directed by Steve Carver. It's scripted Excellent. by David Zell. Goodman. Uh, it's shot by Laszlo Koufax because I want it to be pretty. It has uh, music by Fabio Frizzi with songs by Oliver Onions. Oh, uh, Colton Briggs is Franco Nero. Uh, Brooke Briggs is Jamie Lee Curtis. 
Sheriff Guy <laughs> is Sam Shepard. Uh, psycho Villain Man is James Remar. Oh. Wife Lady is Boris Leachman. Let's go say. And Clint Howard is Clint Howard. <laughs> I was going to say, and Clint Howard is the devil. <laughs> In his best role yet. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. God, I really want to see him as a devil now in like a red leotard with the <laughs> horns. And he's just like appearing on the road with his legs bowled out. And he just kind of hops around and goes, <laughs> With a pitchfork. Oh, you like need to remake yeah. that, that Mexican Santa Claus movie only uh, uh, with Clint oh, Howard as pitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Santa Claus, you see yeah. you're caught up that tree by that dog. Ah, they'll hear me all right. They hear me with their own personal ideas. <laughs> Don't steal that. Oh, you'll go to hell, you little bitch. But I want the doll. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take care of the doll. Unlike my parents, take care of me. Santa Claus does not love me. He has never visited me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He has I, meals. I don't have. God damn it. <laughs> I don't have a director, but um, I, I've been thinking about this for a while. All right, so mine also goes back in time a little bit. It's uh, early 90s, and uh, it, it has uh, – I can't decide yet if I want to keep uh, Cage in it or if I want to have, um, have uh, 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 like, Stephen Weber. penetration in it? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> either way. Well, he is um, your replacement man, I mean, in all cases. Obviously, yeah. I mean, he's the winner. Um, but either way, he's playing Cole Briggs, who is the victim of a horrendous hate crime because he is, uh, of the homosexual persuasion. Um, unfortunately he has no family or friends to take care of him. Um, so he ends up getting a, a live in nurse to, to take care of him. And the uh, the live-in nurse is is also gay, so he's hoping like, oh, okay, well here's my gay Yoda. This is going to be great. But every time he tries to talk about the incident and like the injuries that he sustained, the the nurse cuts him off and says, "Oh, son, you don't know anything about being gay." You know, back in my day, we had to endure so much more. You ever hear of Stonewall? And like every, every fucking time this, this kid tries to talk about his hardships, it just gets discounted by, by everything this nurse says until he goes crazy and kills him. I present to you the old gay. The old gay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I was hoping for Ethel Merman. <laughs> You'll be swell. You'll be great. You can have the whole world on the plate. Uh, yeah. This movie made me want to poke my finger at my butthole. If, if you missed it, folks, we're not really recommending the old. That was oddly specific. Well, yeah, when you've got, you know, one of those bumps on your butt that kind of bleed when you sit down, they're really uncomfortable. Mm. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, people, we're old. And by the way, um, the the nurse is going to be played by Paul Lind. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, of oh. course it is. Yeah. Who was gay? <laughs> no, he wasn't. He's the manliest man. just go man. out prance around and not get beat up a little bit? Back in my day, we got kicked down the stairs every morning. <laughs> exactly. Oh, hey, gay, good morning. Oh, down the stairs. <laughs> and that's the old way. Every now and then you get a waitress who didn't spit on you. Ah, oh, what an angel. And that was my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> she was a saint. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's I've still just been watching like, the lawless years about the about uh, New York oh. in the Roaring Twenties, which is hosted by James Gregory. He'll tell you all about the rackets. See, he was there. My, I was there. My movie yeah. maybe because it it's not offensive because it's the nineties, and <laughs> um, and it's got everybody's favorite, the lovable Stephen Weber, right? So um, besides all that, it's still like even though it's not fleshed out. It's a better movie than the old way. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Kids, if you oh, just get honey. that camera and start talking in front of it, you're probably going to wind up with a better movie than the old way. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think Ass Glass Man ended up with a better film. <laughs> well, Ass Glass Man was going to pick fresh pickles from the tree, only that tree was too close to the outhouse. And you know what? I mean, well, I don't know if it's possible or not, but the shit just got into the roots. So you know what? Them pickles, they just take fun like shit. That's why Mammy, she's got to bake a cake now. That's the only thing. Yep, no, can't bake a pie no more. Want to make a pie, but the pickles taste like shit. You can't make a pickle pie with shit pickles. But look at me just yapping on. <laughs> I'd like some of your most hardcore pornography. <laughs> Thank you, also, Mr. <laughs> does that pill really make you stiff for hours like it says on the package? It says it from Thailand and make you stiff for hours. Is that true? They give you wood for hours? They- they say you should call a doctor if it doesn't go away after eight hours, but I say call more girls, but that's just me. <laughs> you know, urination is optional where I come from. Speaking of call girls. <laughs> um, just don't drink okay. nothing, that's all. This is kind of stupid, I know, and Carlos said it's not even worth bringing up, but I was a little pissed off that he is charging the man in the the was it the 1890s he's charging a man a yeah. dollar uh, five for 20 pounds of flour <laughs> yeah <laughs> Which wow. at the most should have been about 80 cents get your figure <laughs> off the scales you fucking cheating fuck was yeah. a bad man that never ended <laughs> like i also don't see why that guy decided to put back the jelly beans he stole when the girl caught yeah, him because like, it's just you, a game that they you play it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just a game we play like grab ass yeah. it's just a game that's all friends have special games it's so special <laughs> that's what you saw me and your daddy doing in the back <laughs> yeah that's when I was playing with your daddy suck the hose through the hole <laughs> I'm gonna need some yarn and a thread so I can make a doll in your daughter's likeness <laughs> his face is almost do you like singing yarn. child <laughs> I'm gonna catch your soul Jeez. in the doll. Gonna catch your soul. I don't have to walk home. I got this white covered wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me directions to the shit out or the shit tree? Can you give me erections? I mean directions. Oh, my slippery toe. <laughs> you know, I got some jelly beans in the back of my wagon. I think I should have got some tonic because I got an infection in my ear. Did, did they actually have uh did they actually have multicolored jelly beans back then? You know, then? that's an excellent question. Um, I think back yeah. then it was mostly penny candy and shit. I don't know if jelly beans yeah. actually hills from like 1880s penny candy or not. Yeah, I'm, I don't really think so. Yeah. Jelly beans were, um, jelly 
belly specifically was uh, created in 1898. Okay, but is this the okay. 1890s? Because Clint Howard's character is wearing a Civil War. So uniform. it's part of the new mm. way. <laughs> That's like, a great like fucking how question. How long is he supposed to have been wearing that uniform? Because the uniform doesn't. Yeah, I don't remember the uniform looking super tattered. Well, and again, that's just they didn't care yeah, they because didn't they're just doing the typical well, this is Western just like thing. How in season of the witch, where they're like, "Okay, it's the Crusades, but we're going to have plague doctors also, and we're going to reference yeah. some Salem shit, maybe just whatever, you know." Yeah. Like, like it's nearly a Matisse movie at that point. Like, uh, just throw it all in. There's a Viking. Uh, now there's a dinosaur. Okay. The only thing I can give this film credit for is two things. Uh, first, there was actually no shots, which do typically happen in Westerns mm-hmm. for some reason, where you actually see a road and cars in the background. Okay, all right. So, good for that them on be, that. It's less and less forgivable now with modern After Effects. Yeah. yeah, and this movie is also famous because it got brought up in court because the lady who was in charge of the weapons props was the same one who was in mm. charge on the Alec Baldwin oh film God. where he shot and yes, killed Yes, I'm sorry. I, so, I almost forgot about oh all God. that. So, um, so <laughs> every member of this cast is lucky to be alive. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. She's like, well, I know it's a movie and anything, but I better keep a lot of real bullets in my truck at all times. I'm just gonna yeah, just, I just heard rattle that, around while I well, drive, get under the I pedal. heard that she was let go because um, the director and Cage. Yeah, they said it was very unsafe. Yeah. Yeah, said she was she was unsafe. She was like yeah, they fucking dangerous. armloads of loaded guns. Well, yeah, and that's funny because it's that happens on so many movies, even like in uh, Aliens with Sigourney Weaver. She was very anti-gun, and um, James Cameron was like, well, look, you got to use guns. It's in the script, and he signed on to do this. So they took her out to a range and gave her a machine gun to fire. And she's like, okay, this is kind of fun, but I still hate them. Yeah. But it's like that's what got her comfortable to do it. And on movies like Westerns and shit like that, they will bring live ammunition because the crew likes to go shooting guns after. But that's also what causes a problem with these things is that you shouldn't have live ammunition, but they do. If you're around guns, you should always behave as if every gun is always loaded, no matter what. Well, that's that's just it. That's basic gun law. It's what you're taught. It's kind of like trigger discipline. It's just you're supposed to handle them as if they're loaded, even if they're not. Even when you check it and you know it's not loaded, which is the thing that caused a lot of issues with Alec Baldwin and them, is that, like, the whole thing, go not to get into the whole thing of him doing the shooting and whether or not he did, which he did, he it's the him. fact that, well, yeah, it's like you can't misfire this type of gun, period. But the thing that gets me is they were told, everyone in Hollywood is told for many years now, I think it's actually over 10 plus or so, that whenever you have a gun, the prop person has to check it. Mm-hmm. The weapon master has to yeah. check it. And then the actor has to check it. They all have to check these guns to make sure they're not loaded. And the movies are always different because you would think, why do they have a real gun on the set of a movie when they usually use prop guns? But they usually have what they call a hero gun, just like they have hero weapons, hero masks. And things like that, which are real for close-up shots. But then they'll use rubber guns usually for far-off shots yeah, or right. prop guns for everything else. Yeah. And even, like, prop bullets, those are still dangerous, mm-hmm. even though they're props. Yeah, if because you're close either to them, you can kill a, them with the wadding. Yeah. yeah. Well, or they just use uh, empty, gun, when, empty bullets uh, with primer. Sorry. 
Brandon yeah. Lee. Brandon Lee, yeah. Yeah, they had too much primer behind the bullet. Yeah. And that's why the projection killed him when it should have just not. It's just they were careless with that. But it's like things like that do happen. And this is also why you're told in Hollywood movies when you're shooting with the guns, never aim directly at the actor. They always use perspective to change that. So you aim the gun elsewhere instead of directly at the actor, just so you have that extra level of safety. But yeah, it's with this film. It was one of those. Her father was one of the best guys, one of a legendary people for weaponsmithing in movies. And that's why she kind of got into this. It's like she was a legacy hire. Nepotism almost. is always good. <laughs> that's what yeah. I was going to say. No one has ever died because of nepotism. Just, <laughs> but the whole thing that happened, it's like, it's just, it's stupid because nobody should have died if they were doing their jobs. But they weren't because they were just used to dicking around and being relaxed. So, it's one of those, like, they always tell you, you're supposed to wear your seatbelt, but not everyone does because they just, don't want to. So it wasn't one reason, person they don't fucking want to. up. It was at least three people. Yeah. Whoever hired her. Yeah. Well, let's just be but happy yeah, I that, that, that. Uh, the precious that Nicolas, uh, Cage lived? Uh, Nicolas Cage and Clint Howard weren't hurt. <laughs> like, well, as far as we know, I mean, the knife that Nicolas Cage used was probably real, and he mm. probably did stab the man in the back. Just, just think, though, like the <laughs> method could have gone right through the director. Mm. See, that's exactly what I think Nick Cage probably told him. He's like, just think about this, though. If you take the shot when I throw the knife at you, you're an actor. <laughs> it's like, you're welcome. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I guess I can take a knife to the back. <laughs> yeah, oh, I just, boy. I don't know. make you famous. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you remember that from the 80s? Uh, uh, I'll make you famous. Uh. But yeah, I just I remember all that came out about this film. And they were talking about that and how Nicolas Cage was like, yeah, I like most people, but she was not good people. Wow. That was back when they're all trying to blame everyone. Nicolas yeah, Cage, who never talked shit about anybody. Good. Yeah, it's true. Wow. Except for Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. She's got to be a cunt, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I was wrong. I'm sorry. She wasn't fired. She was just nearly kicked off the set. Yeah. Yeah, because they had a lot of safety hazards happening. And nothing will ever happen to her. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's kind of funny. She's um, learned a lot ahead, from Linda. it. <laughs> she she has, and Hollywood also has, because I I think I brought it up before we watched before we reviewed the movie, or I brought it up during the review. I tend to forget a lot of these because they're cage films. They're like fever dreams. Yeah. But I think I mentioned that uh, when Pedro Pascal was loading the shotgun in that movie, they also used empty shotgun shells and you can actually see that when you see pedro pascal loading the yeah shotgun. you mentioned he's that, loading dude. empty rounds into the gun and that's what a lot of films were doing after the shooting incident happened and people like dwayne johnson said any movie he does with weapons they're always going to be using fake ones yeah. they'll be using cgi to put in the effects i'm sorry who everyone's is saying this and doing this Dwayne? Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> oh, Dwayne the Rock yeah. Rock Johnson. He's the guy who hangs out by the old creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he's that man that walks tall, what with a four by four over his My shoulder and whatnot. Yeah, he's cousin going out Dwayne. there to Water Valley. Yeah. Yeah, he used to do that thing in the ring with people in their underwear. I think it was gay, but it could have been wrestling. Oh, is he the one that could fit three hard-boiled eggs in his mouth at once? 
How that fella? He was your We're so sorry, Dwayne. You know, with Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> I yeah, we got to stop. We now. do. I you. can't get him more upset. Yeah, bye. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I still am haunted by the dream I had where he called me a dirty liar, and I just I don't want him having more reason to come after me. Oh my God. I had a dream um, about Harrison Ford ripping his own chest off this week. Does that help you? Huh? <laughs> that's that's kind of normal. I think. <laughs> This family? is for you, Callista. That's <laughs> yeah, about as normal as falling asleep to the sound of your own screams. Uh, um, I also want to say that I I was wrong. So I guess Jelly Belly was created in 1890, oh. whatever. But um, the fir- the earliest known Jelly appearance uh, was in 1861 of the Jelly Bean. Well, what okay. color were they? Um, just yeah. the green, sexy ones, the horny ones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What? Wait, they changed their shoes? Where is our country gone? I want her wearing horseshoes, not comfortable flat shoes. What the hell? What's wrong with this America? Fuck this woke country. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In this wokeness now. Do we have any wisdom from this movie? Oh, I think we have a few. Um... (laughs) Yeah, watch Cat Baloo. That's the wisdom. Yes, exactly. Yeah, watch Cat Baloo yeah. and read Sword Daughter and watch RRR. And um, yeah, and I think also maybe when your wife tells you to spend more time with your daughter, don't call your daughter a cunt. <laughs> I mean, that would kind of help. <laughs> don't call your daughter a cunt. I mean, cunt, he doesn't everybody. call her one, but you know he wanted to because that he yelled at her a lot. And he was mouthing it, I swear. Yeah, he's like, you listen to your mother. (laughs) What's that, daddy? (laughs) I will slap you back into your mother's womb, you little shit. I want to be a parent so bad. (laughs) This is why they don't allow you to. (laughs) I will put lit cigarettes out in your eyes while you sleep. I will take up smoking just so I can do that to you every night. I love you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You treat me so fine. Why the government take my baby? (laughs) (laughs) You're the sparkling light in my sky. You're my night and shimmer. Now fall asleep real quick or I'll beat you with a sock and soap. Give me my son. <laughs> yeah, why is it that none of us are parents? <laughs> because, well, no, we were brought up the old way. I think we should just end on that. <laughs> Please no. listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts because it helps other people find us uh, and we greatly appreciate oh. it. Uh, remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and, okay, I'm not really active on Facebook, but Twitter at Cage's Kiss. You can visit our website at cageskiss.com or you could write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. We like them yeah. emails. Why not yeah. e-females? <laughs> oh. Happy International oh. Women's Day, lady. Uh, you can check out my other podcast about witches in history and stories of all media uh, bed knobs and broom flicks 
Also, check me out as uh, I, I actually yeah, it was a couple characters on the Hard No podcast. It is uh, Hard No as in K N O W, <laughs> as in I know Donnie and Adrian have more to say. Oh, Donnie. Um. On, I'm not Donnie, so Donnie, go ahead. Do we? And by that, I mean, Adrian, please go first. Oh, I'm on Instagram as A.A. Smith 1982, because I'm fucking old. It's all lowercase already together. He is the old gay. I'm the old gay. I'm on DeviantArt as Leo the Fox, which is lowercase and run together. I'm not going to spell it for you, because, yeah, I got shit on there. You should look at my shit. If you don't like my shit, I don't want to tell you. It's your fault. Shouldn't have looked at it. Yeah, shouldn't have looked at it. Yeah. Fucker. Dipshit. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll dig your eyes out with an ice cream scooper <laughs> and Donnie <clears throat> um, you can find me in your local Arby's bathroom eating ass like a three day starved man otherwise you can find me as Unreal Goals on the Twitter is that how I jelly also... beans were created <laughs> yeah, that's what we call the nuggets you find no that's how the giant <laughs> Reuben sandwich was created Oh god. Giant Reuben. <laughs> I won't stop to my face. Looks like a Reuben sandwich. Thank you. And if it doesn't all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> like M&M's, it melts in your mouth, not in your hands. <laughs> but I also do Donnie's Reviews. It's a theme thing I've been doing, and I actually am kicking around a few themes that may come out in July. So look for those audio bad boys. Dang. I also wrapped up Found Footage February, which I did a special episode with Linda and the Carlo, Dang. which was very, very fun. That was a good movie, too. Yeah, uh, it was. Savage we talked Land. about Savage Land. So, so savage. Mm. But other than that, uh, yeah, you can find me on my knees by the streetlight, you know, praying to God, I guess. Streetlight. Find Jesus. Donnie's. (laughs) (laughs) Taking baths in pink sauce, getting UTIs. And with that, we say Alec Baldwin shot someone. Uh, We'll be back with you somewhat soon. Oh, yeah. With uh, Butcher's Crossing, depending on when and if we could find it. It'll be a spell. Yeah, don't rush us this shit. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it might be a spell. What's your goddamn hurry? Wink. <laughs> that year off was for your benefit, you bastards. Yeah. 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 Did you even miss us? Yeah, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we love you. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, speaking of which, I do have to say that um, we we are number 170 in the Apple podcast chart for comedy in Botswana. What it is, Botswana? Uh, what it looks uh, like? Uh, uh, up top. <laughs> they know the way. <laughs> yeah, they know what's up. <laughs> and we love you. <laughs> we love you. That's why we're letting you I go. tolerate you. <laughs> and as Dottie said, Alec Baldwin killed a kid. Killed a person. Cage. 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 C
I could eat a peach for hours. Please. Kiss me.